0: Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Anime Double Play. It is Wednesday, June Fourteenth. Episode number the twelve. Thomas here and uh, Mary somewhere in my headset as well. Hello and hello and we are back. For a brand new episode, doo, 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 doo.
1: woo! Yeah, we had a um another interesting week. Although I feel like we say that every week, which I think is a good thing. It's a good testament to the season, right? Having mm-hmm. its ups and downs. Um, but yeah, very excited to talk about it. Um, so let's begin. How was your week, Thomas? Anything new?
0: Um, what did I do? I watched more of Say I Love You.
1: Oh, my God. I didn't finish
0: it. It's not that long, but I didn't finish it's it. It's not that good. It's not that good, but I'm watching it. Um, it's okay. Did I watch? I didn't watch anything else. I'm taking a break from Yawamushi Petal, but I'm going to watch new generations of that eventually.
1: Because it's airing now, right?
0: Yeah, it's currently airing. So, uh, I'm, not, I'm in no rush. Right. What else did I? Did I watch anything? I don't think I watched anything else. I didn't read any more Drops of God. Read the One Piece chapter as per usual. Um, I went to a concert. Oh, cool. Who'd you see? I saw Foster the People, Bleachers, and the Killers.
1: Are you kidding me? You didn't say Uh, that. You didn't tell me that. Where did you see them?
0: I saw them in Camden, the BB&T Pavilion.
1: Camden?
0: Yeah, it was really good. The Killers were awesome. They were so much better than I thought they were going to be. Where is Camden? Since South Jersey. It's like right over the bridge from uh, uh,
1: Philadelphia. Oh, Were you visiting friends?
0: Yeah. Cool. I cool. went with uh, this girl who ran for Cornell and uh, that I know, and two guys from my cross country team in college.
1: Nice. How, was, how were the killers? I always wanted to see them live. I like them.
0: They were really good live. Oh, they I'm were so, jealous. so much better than I thought they were going to be. They were awesome. Bleachers was pretty good, but the crowd was just not hype for them because it was like an all day them. music thing. Um, the lead guitarist from Fun is the lead singer.
1: The lead guitarist from Fun is, is the lead singer. singer. Yeah. Huh, that's cool. I know. Yeah. The, oh, Bleachers, right? Okay, I know Foster the People.
0: Yeah, they weren't that good. Foster the People. Hmm. Their stuff isn't good live in concert. I don't think their stuff is like better chill radio music.
1: Right. That's but okay.
0: The Killers are really fun. Did the
1: Killers play Runaways?
0: Uh, I don't think Ain't so. Ain't we all
1: just runaways?
0: No, they didn't play that.
1: Oh, okay. I feel a little better that I did, They started didn't off...
0: Sorry, they started off with Mr. Brightside, which was interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a music festival, right? So just play what the people want.
0: Awesome. I, know. I thought they were going to end with that and start with Um, Wish You Were Young.
1: Oh, did they play that, though?
0: Yeah, they ended with that. I, I would have f- liked it if they switched uh. the two, but...
1: I fell in that love like with that song through a Samurai shampoo
0: AMV. Oh, they were gonna say Guitar Hero.
1: No, it was a, uh, it was yeah, it was really good. Anyway.
0: Oh, one thing to note: last week we totally botched. I never actually spoke about my overrated anime. Yeah, I or know. underrated. I never spoke about my underrated anime. No one called us out for it, but Mary brought it up like the next day. She was like, "Yo, you never actually <laughs> spoke about it." Which, uh, it was going to be Sword out Online. I think it's better than people give it credit for. But I didn't watch the second season. See, like, the Sword Art Online 2. See, I just want to throw that in there.
1: That's so interesting because a lot of people love it. And a lot of people say it's overrated. So it's just interesting I mean, it gets to me like, that you totally think it's underrated. On.
0: It gets totally crapped on by the anime community. Like, you can watch, like, any big YouTuber just totally shits on Sword Art Online. No one says it's good. I agree. It has like a seven point. It's so popular. and has like a seven. It has, it's rated under an eight on uh, my anime list. Like no one likes it. Everyone just says it's not good. You even say it wasn't good.
1: I rewatched it recently. Again, I will say I love the Aincrad arc, but the freaking elf arc killed it for me. And then I watched most of season two. So...
0: Yeah, I didn't well, watch any off. season two because I knew it wasn't going to be good. But I didn't mind Elfheim Online. I thought it was okay. I really liked the opening from that. But mm. I-, I thought it was better than people give it credit for. It's, like, really fun to shit on it because it's, like, hit mainstream culture. So it was almost, like, cool to not like it because yeah. normal people were watching it. But I don't know. I don't want to go too into it since we have a whole new episode. But I just wanted to put that in. I don't know why I forgot to mention it. No, but we, like, okay. tangented and... We were both yeah, we talking
1: about um Hotarubi Morie. So we kind of, like, tag-teamed that one.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense, then.
1: But really quick before we move on, you should watch the uh, Mother's Rosario arc of Sword Art Online 2. I think it starts at episode 19 and goes to the end. Because I watched the beginning. I watched episodes, like, 1 through 8, and it was crap. So I stopped watching it. And then my friend was like, wait, it's actually, like... The third arc of the season's really good, so I watched from 19 or 17 to the end, and it was a really, really good arc. So if you're bored, it's on Netflix. You can watch it in English while you're working.
0: Okay, cool. I remember that. Thanks. What? Uh, yeah. But what did you do this week? Did you actually do anything?
1: Yeah. Well, one, I went to three concerts. Well, two, and I'm going to one tomorrow. So, haha. We both went to concerts this week. I saw. Did
0: you see anyone to note? Or are these all like? orchestra bands
1: well i saw billy joel cover band i saw big shot you've heard of them um Mm -hmm. nobody else has because it's a long island thing but they were really good saw big shot saturday sunday i went to the park and the coast guard band had a live concert so that was kind of orchestry it was great though it was really good they're so good i saw if you say so Two years ago, I saw the Navy band, and they were, like, just as good. Our military's amazing. God bless the USA. Um, And then tomorrow, I'm seeing Thrice. So, they're still making music, apparently, and that'll be
0: interesting. Yeah, that's so strange. Yeah. That Thrice is still a band. They were, like, the punk, like, metal band you thought was cool when you were 12. True.
1: But, on an anime note... I watched the movie, the famous, famous movie, Perfect Blue by Satoshi Kon.
0: Oh, uh, I never heard of it. I thought you we were going to say Koei no Katachi and I was about to lose my shit.
1: Oh, no, I want to watch I'm that with I'm still sitting you. in my
0: chair. I'm going to buy that when it comes out. But anyway, how was it's the Katoshi Kon fucking movie? fucking
1: crazy. I mean, all the Satoshi Kon... Most of the Satoshi Kon movies are, like, super psychological, like... What the hell is going on? Get in your head. Like he, one of his films, Paprika, was the inspiration for Inception.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So, okay. watch I w- actually was about. <laughs> okay, I was a, I'm looking up right now what he, um, what he directed. So, uh, you said, yeah, Paprika.
1: Yeah, mul- yeah. Uh, Millennium Actress by him. It's not as psychological, but it's one of like my favorite anime films of all time. I freaking love that movie. But Perfect Blue was insane. I watched it with Mike and we were like cringy the whole time and we watched it with the lights out. It it was like, it was not that it was scary, but you never know what's really going on until the end. And it was like terrifying in an amazing way. It was super cool. Um, Super Eyepash Wolf does a really good video on it. So you should watch the movie and then watch his video.
0: It was good. Satoshi Khan also did uh, he directed a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure movie. Or oh really? An OVA. Cool. Yeah, just I'm looking at his um, filmography. Yeah, he
1: did let me see if I can get it. Paprika, Perfect Blue, Millennium Actress, Tokyo Godfathers. What else?
0: Yeah, he did a bunch of other stuff, but I've never heard of any of this. Oh I've only heard of Paprika.
1: Yeah, I have them all. I'll bring I'm not going to read them all, but... I'll bring my USB home this weekend when I come home, and you can put them on your computer.
0: Oh, perfect. Cool, Sweet. cool.
1: Anyway, and then I also watched, since I'm obsessed with Persona 5, I watched the Persona 5 OVA, the Daybreakers. And it was cool, man. It had all the music from the game, and the music in the game is so fucking good, so I was just jiving the whole time. It was funny nice. because I'm playing the game, and the anime anime was based on a side quest and they make it this whole big thing like they fill a half hour and the side quest takes like three minutes so Hmm. it was cool actually seeing like what would have happened if the game had time but it was just super cool so yeah play that game watch watch the ova if you want to it's only 20 minutes but we did a lot this week and it's a very long intro so we should move on (laughs)
0: Alright, sounds good Yeah. Um, do we want to chat about Attack on Titan or Boku no Hero? Let's go with Attack on Titan More because,
1: happened in Attack on Titan
0: <laughs> Yeah, more happened So, if you've been watching Attack on Titan like we have um, Pretty big fight this week They Caught up to the um, Reiner and Bertholdt, Holt, whatever the hell you pronounce his name, and uh they fought them. The fight scene was cool. Some random dude got bitten off his horse, some military guy. That he got That was fucked. so
1: funny, and the horse was that like, who?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, like, the weirdest thing. I don't know how you don't hear a giant titan walking behind you, but that's not important. Anyway, they fight the titans. They, they get Eren back. Mikasa gets snagged once. F- freaking Armin flies in, standing right next to Bertholdt for, like, 20 seconds, and he's like smiling freakily. I didn't really know what the hell was up with that. They were like, dramatic moment. And then Erwin, who got like bitten off his horse, but he didn't give a fuck. He flies in out of nowhere, stabs the shit out of Bertolt, grabs Aaron, He's like, retreat! Which was pretty hype. And then we see Mama Titan. Yeah. It was
1: I mean, a crazy we don't, I don't even want to
0: talk about the episode, really. I just want to talk about how awesome is that they see the Titan that ate their mom. And I mean, the rest of the episode is just whatever. They rescued what? Aaron, and it was cool.
1: Are you kidding? It was an awesome episode. But since we're talking about Mama Titan, we see Mama, Mama Titan. The episode ends. And next week's the last episode. Like, why? Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Next week's the last
0: episode? Next week's Yo. the finale.
1: We're, we get to watch it together, too, because I'll be home. I'm pumped.
0: Oh, yay.
1: It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Viewing party at our house Saturday morning if anyone wants to come. We'll be there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, like, but I disagree with you. I thought the Armin moment was amazing, although I'm the only person who likes Armin that I know. so I mean,
0: I didn't dislike it. It was just very, it was over-romanticized. No. But the thing is, I really, <laughs> what, I mean, okay, in war, if you would literally just stab the dude and leave. Well, but they ha- he has to sit there and have this creepy smile, which I'm not hating on it. I didn't dislike it. I, it was just, I don't know. It was just like basic romanticism for a war romanticism. show. Romanticism.
1: Throwing around it was. the word romanticism like you know what it, it was, means.
0: It was romanticized. That's a definite term for this. But anyway, I did like the episode a lot. The whole fight scene and the charging. And it was super cool. Like, the whole thing was, like, really awesome. The whole, like, Krista part where she's, like, I'm going to go with Ymir. And Connie's, like, yo, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. I love that. That was, like, that was a great part. And he's totally 100% right. He's, like, you would think, like, no, he doesn't understand. But he does. it doesn't matter. I mean, she wants to, like, run off with, like, the evil people that killed hundreds of thousands of people. Like, obviously, he's, like, making the correct decision. And I like the whole episode. It was just like the Armin thing. I thought I was just like, okay. But then Erwin came in and stabbed him anyway, which was like super awesome. Can I explain
1: so. the, Arwin, the um, Armin thing? Because yeah, I could also it. just talk about um, Mikasa's crazy shit evil eyes the whole episode when she's peeking in at Burlto And she has the horror oh, face. Great. She has the look on awesome. her face like she's about to do an awesome spike in Haikyuu. Like <laughs> that was her face. With the horror lines. And Ar- Armin also has that face. It was so fucking scary. And Mikasa just killed it all episode and then cracked all her ribs. But, um...
0: Wait, she did?
1: Oh, yeah. The the, the Titan grabs her and she screams. And then someone, I don't remember, Jean, beats the shit yeah. out of the Titan. And then yeah, that's Yeah, but why... no, then she
0: keeps flying. I don't think all her... If her all her ribs were crushed... She would not be doing Wait, though, anything, Mary. Wait, though,
1: adrenaline, because then when she gets knocked off her horse at the end, she can't get up, and it flashes back to her ribs getting crushed. She can't stand. Ar- Eren has no arms. Mikasa can't move. Their horse is dead. And here's Mama Titan. And we have one episode left.
0: I don't know if her ribs are okay. Her ribs are definitely not all Okay, crushed. she
1: can't move. She's <laughs> injured. Holy shit. I mean, that's me. very
0: different. That's so different. Like, my leg is gone versus, like, I sprained my ankle. It is a big difference.
1: Can I have two seconds for Armin? Okay. So, Armin. Go for it. He. He has been, like, a pretty, like, morally just character the whole time. He's always trying. He's the. He knows he can't fucking fight. He's always trying to do the right thing. He's the tactician, whatever. So, he flies up there. He's like. I could kill Bertold right that now, and just take Eren and run, but that won't really help, because we're still fucked with all these titans. I need to find a way to, like, stop them and cripple them mentally so they'll stop fucking running and we can have time to do shit. So he flashes back to a time where he's talking to someone, I don't remember, and he says, "Every t- whenever you're in war, you have to give up something. There's something you have to give up, and Armin's like, what it's my turn this is armin who's yeah armin whatever i'm mixing names up in my (laughs) head you're
0: saying it you're saying it correctly
1: okay and um he's like this is my turn this is my time i need to give something up for this fucking war so he gives up like i don't know like his truthfulness his like moral judgment and he just fucking lies to their faces annie is frozen in a crystal down in Trost or wherever the hell they did the whole end of the season one battle. He goes, are you guys really going to leave Annie? We are fucking torturing her in every way we can. So he like throws away his sort of like morality as a soldier and just makes them stop. And he does it and they stop and they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, we're torturing her and we're beating the shit out of her. And Bertolt kind of had a crush on her. So are you guys really that much of assholes? And then while they're off guard, Erwin comes in. Perfect. So Armin's moment was romanticized. But it was such a great turning point for him because he's finally like, you know what? This is war. Because they romanticize everything in anime anyway. And you're taking this one amazing character moment for a character that's always shit on. And you're shitting on him. When just leave Armin alone. I
0: I obviously didn't like the character moment all that much. And that is, like, the one thing in the episode I did not like. I liked everything oh, else. I thought I well it. I don't, I don't know. Armin's, like, he's a cool character, but it, that's just so, it's just so unrealistic. But granted, like, Titans and flying yeah. through the air and slashing them is unrealistic. But still, I, I enjoyed the episode a lot. It was that, I don't know. It, I was kind of just like, whatever about it. I didn't love it. Sorry.
1: It's okay. Sorry I didn't love it. We can disagree. We agree too much on this show anyway. So good disagreement. Uh, if you were here, I'd shake your hand. Shake, shake.
0: Uh <laughs> But I'm super pumped for, I guess, the finale. I didn't even realize it was the finale. We
1: should, like, live stream us watching the finale or something. I know we can't and no one would watch, but that'd be
0: cool. I don't know. People <laughs> do YouTube videos of, like, live reactions. They're always way too long, and I don't really care too much about them. I don't know. I've never enjoyed watching them.
1: I watch them sometimes. Like if something crazy watch, happens.
0: I'd rather watch like an analytical review of it than someone just being like, whoa, that was cool. Because I mean that's what I do.
1: I watched <laughs> a lot of reactions to Haiku because it was all super hype and everyone was like, ooh, so it was funny. But anyway. Speaking of a lot of hype, tack on tack Ah, oh, shit. Boku no you Hira ruined Academia. your transition. I almost had your a really transition good. Your transition was
0: bad. I almost had a really feel good bad. one.
1: I feel bad. Okay, Boku no here, Academia. Good episode. Predict predictable episode in the fights, but oh my god, Ida's brother! I was so upset.
0: Yeah, Ida's brother gets fucked up by He's this dude who's like super cool. That dude's character looked so cool.
1: He bet I. L- I don't want the brother to be dead, but he better be dead. If he's not dead, that's such a cop-out. Kill that bitch. Yeah.
0: I mean, the dude is known as, like, the hero murderer, so I would imagine he's dead.
1: When he was standing outside the alleyway and he was like, I just found the hero killer, I was like, this is going to end quick. (laughs) I was like, oh, great! I found the guy
0: who, like, kills people like me for a living. Great. There goes the death flag. Yeah, that was just a small part of the episode, but the guy's character design was super cool. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get a little more Ida development, which his fight with um, Todoroki. What, to, to, yeah, to was it. Ice guy. K- no, Thomas, you
1: said it right. Yay! I did? Okay.
0: <laughs> um, his fight with him was really cool. He kicked him and tried to throw him out. He, it almost worked. It went pretty well.
1: I wanted I was him to do him. more, though. He just froze him, and then it was game over. And I was like, you're smarter than that, Ida. He's smarter than
0: that. I don't know. I thought he did a good job. It was, it yeah. was a good fight. You know who's super smart?
1: Bakugo. Freaking genius. Bakugo's the
0: man. He's like... I was hyping...
1: Oh, it was amazing. Here, you, talk, talk about it. No, you talk about it.
0: I was hyping Bakugo since, um, since his fight with Uraraka. Like, the guy is such a cool character. He literally doesn't care. He tries so hard. He has like such determination and he's like kind of evil ish, <laughs> like he's not evil, but he's just like comes off as evil, but he's so good. He's such a well-rounded character. And I don't remember who, who does he fight in this episode?
1: He fights. Oh my God. Tokuyomi, he fi- he, my babe.
0: Oh yeah. And he fights Kyrie. He beats Kyrie and he fights Tokuyomi. Who's Kyrie? Kyrie the rock solid dude.
1: Was that this episode?
0: Yeah, they did all oh, these fights.
1: Wow, I they forgot did all it. about that one. Yeah, oh, um, Kirishima, yeah.
0: Kirishima, yeah, Kirishima like Kirie.
1: No, yeah. Ejiro, forget it,
0: keep going. <laughs> Whatever, rock solid dude who beats Tetsuin Tetsuin in the first <laughs> round. But Bakugo is such an awesome character. I think he's my favorite character in the show, just because I think he's super deep, and he's got a lot more going on. Than just, like, I'm gonna blow everything up, mwahaha.
1: But he never showed that side before now. Like, he was just the guy, like, I'm gonna blow shit up. And now, like, seeing him analyze the um, Izuku Todoroki fight and now watching him, like, actually speak and think and perform strategies, I'm like, yeah, boy, like, when he figures out Tokoyami's weakness, and Tokoyami's like, did someone tell you? He was like, no, I figured it out, because I'm not a numbskull. I was like, yes, you go, like, I was pumped. I'm really Mm -hmm. surprised at him, and it's gonna be a battle of fire next episode, and I'm so, I can't wait. It's gonna be great,
0: Mm -hmm. because he can just Um, melt the ice. Yeah, icebreaker. (laughs) oh my God. <laughs> uh, was there anything else we learned did we learn Deku lost we, right That was this episode we yeah, found out yeah, Deku yeah. lost
1: and um he like destroyed himself and all might sad. but all might also never had powers until he got the one for all so yeah yeah.
0: so what do we think of Deku losing? I we touched about this last week. you wanted him to lose I said I was cool with it either way. So I mean,
1: I didn't want but, him to lose, but I predicted he was going to lose. You
0: and thought then, it made more sense for the story.
1: Yeah, and then he lost. Because how was he going to win? I didn't see a rational way for him to win. But then he could have won and then talked himself into losing. But that was last week's episode. Rewatch episode 11 if you want to hear my thoughts on that. But um, I kind of knew he was going to lose. I've read a lot of Shonen. <laughs> I can see these things.
0: Yeah, I thought he was going to lose too, but I was cool with it out of the way. So, I was happy with that ending. Uh, any other comments on this episode? Did we miss anything?
1: Um Well, now since we're at the last episode, we're at the last fight of the uh, school festival, we're going to we're also easing our way into the new arc, which will be about this guy stain, stained, stained. I don't know him. So it's a nice transition that it's not like one arc ends and another arc begins. They're kind of meshing them together. So that's a cool kind of plot thing that I can appreciate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think they're doing a good job with that too. It's smooth, very yeah. smooth by them. All right. Yeah. I think that covers that episode, right?
1: Yeah. The question is, do I remember what happened in ski Day?
0: I thought the question was, do we have to talk about ski <laughs>
1: We don't have to. Oh, yeah. She's moving. So that's bad.
0: Yeah. So she's going to go to this high school Chiba and she tells him over text. He like texts her some good news, I, I think. And she responds with, Unmoving. I'm moving. <laughs> oh, he texts her. like, I went and saw you race. And she's like, ah, and the sister's like, what? She's like, nothing. She's all embarrassed, yeah, which yeah. was like kind of cute, I guess. And. He's like, oh, I went to your race. You did well. She's like, oh, thanks, by the way. I'm moving. He's like, oh. You no,
1: know, and it's so sad because they were finally actually being fucking humans. They were actually being kind of. humans. Kind and now of. she's moving. So that's all we have. That's all that happened in that episode. So that's all we have to say. But
0: Oh, she got a PR in the Hunter. Yeah, she did really well. She ran really the 100 well. mirror
1: dash. That was good. And got a PR. It was kind of cute when it's their last meet and they all start crying. And I was like, "Aw." sad face.
0: Yeah. Oh, middle school. I don't know. I didn't cry at my last track meet, but...
1: I cried <laughs> at my last marching band performance. Does that make me lame?
0: Kind of. I don't know if the crying or the marching band makes you more lame. Stop! <laughs> that was a joke. It's fine. Okay. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about this episode. Yeah. It was whatever.
1: I'm um, still watching it,
0: unfortunately.
1: So if I may, is back, and he found out about the book of friends. And I just said... Oh, so they actually went somewhere with that. Yeah, I just said last episode, last (laughs) week, I was like, if they end the season without Notori doing... Without even touching upon this, I'm going to be mad. And then the episode starts, and, um... And Natsume's like, I'm going to visit Natori. And I'm like, yes, you are. So he goes, they end up going to this, like, they're on one of their stupid little adventures that is always a coincidence that happens to happen. And um, once again, Natsume gets cornered by a yokai, and he's like, you're Natsume of the Book of Friends. You have the power to steal demons' names, seal them in a book, and then do whatever the fuck you want with them. And he's like, yeah, can you let me go? You're crushing me. And then Natori comes in and saves him. And Natori totally heard it, like, obviously. And Natsume's like, oof, 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 like, what do I say? And Natori's oh like, God. dude, if you don't want to talk about it, like, we're kind of in the middle of something. Like, we don't, You let's just go. And then Natsume was like, no, you're my friend. I, I haven't told you, but you have a right to know, hear me out. And then the episode ends. So... I feel a couple of things. One, the episode was pretty boring until the last five minutes when this happens. I was just kind of like, do it. Just like, I know what's coming, just do it. Two, next week's the last episode, so it's gonna resolve and whatever. Three, which really bums me out, is that, like, I kind of wanted Notori to get a little evil and steal the Book of Friends. Because nothing dramatic ever happens in Natsume Yujincho. It's a very light, fluffy, easygoing... I mean, there are conflicts, but there's not, like, a conflict like this. And I was actually really looking forward to them tackling something like this. And now Natsume's like, oh, let me just tell you about it. And Notoria's like, okay. And I'm like, should have just fucking stole it. It would have been a better drama if you stole it. But, so that's my only complaint. It was an okay episode, the end was good. It's setting up for the finale, but it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be very tame when I was looking for it to kind of rock my ship. Unless, like, Notorious, like, after the conversation, not to me. That sounds great. And then steals it. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I doubt that's gonna happen because I this is the sixth season I've seen. I can pretty much pre- predict what's gonna happen, but... So, yeah. What do you think?
0: I don't know. I don't think anything of it. I don't watch it.
1: Oh. Well, last week you kind of sounded interested. So I just thought maybe. Okay.
0: Um, no, I don't. Re- sorry, I don't have anything.
1: All good. Um. Okay, one more. If anyone saw the Twitter today, you would see that I actually really, really like this episode of Boruto. It's like a moment in history I'll never forget. I really like the Boruto episode. Um, I have one major complaint about it. But besides that, the episode was great. The fight was really cool. I get really mad because the anime is making me really, really like Boruto as a person. He's a cool character. I kind of like him. I like his vibe. He's really nice. God damn that show. No, but the thing is, Thomas, they? Thomas, you didn't see Boruto the movie. You don't know what he did. He did something very bad in the Boruto movie, and I hated him. And I was like, I'm not gonna like the Boruto anime because I fucking hate Boruto because he's a bad it. guy. And he's not. He's really nice. What a
0: surprise! What a surprise! <laughs> I'll bring the. Movie. I don't know why you're surprised by this. Uh, I mean, they made it, it's the main character of the of the show. He has to be likable.
1: I know. But I'm going to bring—I'll bring the movie home when I come this weekend. But the thing is, like, he did something that I thought was so bad, and now we're, like, a couple years before this, and he's nice, and he—like, I couldn't even picture him doing what he did in the movie as the person he is now. And I'm like, ugh. So I'm kind of bummed. But— The episode was really I mean, I'm bummed that I like the character. Oh, no, I just I know what's going to happen. So I'm upset. I like him. But he's super cool. Um, The episode was really good. They had this really smart plan that went really well. And it was clever. And it caught me by surprise. And then they ruined it by explaining how they did it. And I was like, I know how you did it. You don't have to tell me. But then they told me anyway. An anime does that, I guess. But I was kind of bummed. It would have been much better if they just like did the plan and then went straight into the battle. But then, like five minutes of before the battle, this is how we caught you. I was like, I I know how you caught him. I just watched you do it, and it was really cool. Like, don't ruin it. So they kind of ruined it. But besides that, it was really good. I it was re- it was a really good episode. The plots happening. Shino has an awesome moment where Naruto's talking to Boruto and Naruto's like, keep your nose out of this. You can't do this. Like, let the adults take care of this. And Shino comes in and he's like, I'm your kid's teacher and I think he can handle this and I think I might know your kid better than you do because I'm with him more so leave this to me. And I was
0: like, Shino! (laughs) Yeah!
1: It was awesome. So... I won't talk about it too much. That was a great moment. I kind of want to rewatch the episode. I want to rewatch this episode and the Boku no Hero from last week because that battle. But anyway, really good Boruto episode. Hoping it goes up from here. Done. Du- okay.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I just wanted to make sure you were done. I didn't want to go in the middle.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's all good. It was um, It was a really good episode. And it focused on the post office. And it, this one character has a real love for mail. It was hilarious.
0: Okay, that sounds so stupid.
1: <laughs> it was, <laughs> it really was, but I love him. Tiyori. he's a very dedicated postman in Konoha Gakadu. Anyway.
0: Very great. <laughs> All right, um, is there anything else you need to talk about? or? Um,
1: oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm taking too long. Kato, holy shit, shit hit the fan. I was about to drop it. It's really, really, really good again. Watch it. Oh,
0: my God. Okay. That's good to know.
1: (laughs) It was, like, really good, and then it was, like, okay, and then I was, like, it's still okay. Like, come on, something happened. And then last week, it got a little better, and then this week... (laughs) Awesome.
0: Oh, my God. Please don't make that noise ever again.
1: Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I like anime. I
0: just don't, like noises like that. I like anime too. Okay. (laughs) All right. I think Mary's good. (laughs) Mary's puckered out. So we're going to move on to, uh, well, what do we want to talk about Mary?
1: Um, do you want to go into our quote unquote opening of the week?
0: Okay, well, since you gave the quote-unquote opening, that means everyone's probably like, what does she mean by not just straight opening? Because we're doing an ending of an anime that doesn't have an opening, that only has endings. Little anime called Fooly Cooly. Kind of an OVA, technically an anime. So it does not have an opening. It just has this live action, half-live action, I guess, ending. It's like two minutes long. So it's not the minute and a half like everything else. Uh, the song, it's right on Shooting Star. Do you know who it's by, Mary? The Pillows. It's by The Pillows.
1: I listened to Um, a lot of them in college. I listened to, like, most of their discography.
0: (laughs) Mary likes the band The Pillows, so (laughs) check them out. Um, so why don't you kick us off, Mary, about this, uh, the ending. I mean, I don't really have much to say about it, so you can just keep rolling, since you're on the talking zone right now.
1: I'm very sorry. I don't mean to steal anyone's thunder, but... Fooly Cooly, so, an- animes are usually known for their openings, like, the opening is a big deal, and it can be seen as, like, I mean, personally, I would see it as, like, a total disappointment if an anime didn't have an opening, because, like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, I love anime openings, that's why we have our- a segment every week where we talk about one, so- In, I feel like in any other sort of space, I would be like, this anime doesn't have an opening. Like, who does he think he is? Who does he think he is? That's in English now. But, Cooley is just so weird that it works. It's kind of like One Piece not having an ending and just having a three minute opening. Like, One Piece is so big and spectacular that it works. And Cooley is just so weird that it works. It totally works. The live action totally works with *Fully Cooly. It's just, I'm, I totally accept this. And okay, the
0: thing I'm was- actually going to jump in for a second. Yeah. Because one thing, why does it work? Besides the fact that it's weird, I think it works pretty well. Because, um, I mean, an anime opening tries to get you hyped to watch the show. Right? You want to be, like, hyped going into it. Like, any anime opening. Even ones that are, like, really dark like the death note openings were still like so good. Get you pumped to watch the show. They were really good. We have to review those eventually. Yes. But fully cooly it's not a show you watch to get you're not excited, you know? It's it's very low a lot of it. Like the all the episodes build up really well. Even the first episode. I mean, there's really nothing like super exciting and like really upbeat. The only moment is like the before the ending is when they like have the manga pages and they're like, this is fully coolie And <laughs> it's like really, really weird. But the show always starts off with the episodes like pretty low and chill and not having an opening kind of allows it to be that way. Like when you watch the opening, you're like, Oh yeah. Attack on Titan murdering people titans shit yeah and then goes into the episode and people are like flying around cutting people you're like yeah but this i mean if they did that like got you all hyped with this crazy opening and then just goes into like this really low of just like nauta and haruko like riding around on their bike and like kind of just like being kind of cute it it kind of falls off so like fully cool is pretty exciting especially in the last two episodes but before the last two episodes, it's like pretty low energy levels I think in terms of like you getting like really excited for it So I think it works really well not having an opening here.
1: I also think that it works because the episodes are, I mean, the show is so good and the episodes are structured so well that even though it's a low key in the beginning of the episode, there's always something going on that's like catching your interest. So it's not even like you're missing out on opening. You're like, oh, wait, I'm bummed because this doesn't have an opening. You're not even thinking about it because you're like, what's going on? You know, it has this sort of Mm -hmm. intrigue that lets you kind of overlook like, should I care about an opening or should I care that this guy has seaweed for eyebrows? Like, what's more interesting? <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, I agree with you 100%. And then going into the ending itself, I feel like the motorcycle moped, moped, is such an iconic symbol of Foolie Cooley and of, um,. Haruko, that it's an awesome thing to focus on in the ending. So I think it's cool seeing it in real life, driving around like the real-life version of the town because it's such a symbol of the show that I don't know why it's in live action and I honestly don't care that much because I think it's cool. It's just cool. FLCL is a really stylistic, cool show. So whether there's symbolism or not, I can just take something being really cool.
0: Yeah, I pretty much agree. There's nothing like very symbolic about the ending, just that the bike is, as you said, very iconic. It's the bike. And I I always saw it in real life and I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like there's a real Harco bike out there. That's so awesome. And it's funny, like, watching her, like, try to get the bike to start, and she can't.
1: And then it drives away without her.
0: Yeah, that, and then it <laughs> leaves without her, you know. It's, like, funny. It has all, like, those really cool, like, graphic, graffiti-type shots of Haruko and, like, different outfits, which is, like, kind of edgy, kind of cool. Just got a message from Sam saying he really enjoyed Orin High School Host Club, so Yay! I'm glad he liked it.
1: <laughs> oh, he he watched the rest of it?
0: Yeah. Awesome. He just posted my Discord chat, so, uh... That's pretty cool. So <laughs> someone who likes Orton High School Host Club, that's always good. But going back to the ending, it it's just pretty fun. You know, the, the bike's symb- not symbolic, but it's iconic. And it's a little longer than usual. It's a good ending. Gets you like, it's happy. It makes you happy that you watched yeah. it.
1: It also has to be longer than usual because there's no opening. So they have to fill in all the credits. Like you have all the stuff in the opening credits, but then also the ending credits, you have different stuff. You have the cast and all the voice actors and stuff like that. So that's kind of also why the One Piece opening is three minutes because there are a lot of credits. And that's why this is two and a half minutes, because there are a lot of credits. So mm-hmm. I really like it. I mean, fully Cooly, man. It's so cool. The song is awesome. The random, most songs with random English I like. So pillows.
0: Mm-hmm. Very yep. good.
1: Yeah, I would give it a B plus.
0: Probably give it a B. Okay. That's good. All right. Um let's yeah let's move on to our next topic, second final topic. We are discussing something a little different than usual. Everyone everyone being like the audience or anime fans in general, even like other sources of uh medium like artistic medium. You always have like your favorite band, your favorite anime. But I feel like sometimes it's hard To really think about why it's your favorite. It's almost like I don't know. I just like it the best. But that is exactly what we are going to do. We are going to talk about our personal number one Uno favorite anime and or manga. But not just why it's special to us. And it's sentimental value. Which we're going to talk about a bit. But more. Well not more. Just on equal footing. What actually makes it so good. Because like someone's favorite anime could be planet after story and people think that's amazing it plenty of people have that as their favorite anime i guarantee it but there's something about that show that really connected with that person but there's also stuff in the show that they're like this scene is so good or this episode this ending blah so good so we are going to go into that about our favorites we each know what they are so it's not going to surprise each other (laughs) but mary please tell us about the red-headed samurai you really like
1: Okay, so I'm staring at my Kenshin plushie right now. Hello, Kenshin. Say hi. Okay, my favorite anime... No, my favorite manga of all time is Rurouni Kenshin. The anime's not as... The anime's not very good, but my favorite manga, my gateway anime manga, um, the standard I hold everything else to in my anime life is Rurouni Kenshin. Um, and I kind of feel like the fame of Roni Kenshin can speak for itself. It's the iconic samurai story. It, a lot of things nowadays are sort of inspired by Roni Kenshin. Like, it is such a masterclass in interesting historical fiction storytelling that people, everyone knows Roni Kenshin. Everyone, if you're an anime fan, you've at least seen his face you know, and I mean, the manga started in 1994, so it's sticking around. It's kind of, I feel like it's in like the Yu Yu Hakusho sphere, although Yu Yu Hakusho is older. It's in that generation of like really good anime, you know? So what do you want me to say? Like why I'm sentimental about it or what I really like about it?
0: Yeah. I mean, what did, what makes that show actually really good? like okay. uh, Objectively, but also like, Well, you kind of touched on it, how it was, um... It was, like, your gateway thing, and... Like, your gateway anime.
1: Yeah. And
0: everything. So, go into, like, what actually about the show makes it really good.
1: Okay. Um... The biggest thing for me is I... This was my first piece of, like, historical fiction. And I was just so interested in the time period and the way they, um... They... The way Nobuhiro, um, Watsuki... Love him... Um, intertwines what really happened in the Bakumatsu era and the Meiji era into the manga. It's just super interesting. They have, like, real-life figures from Japan are characters in the story. Um, It's just a really interesting dynamic time in in Japan's history that he really brings everything out of to create this rich story with awesome character writing. I mean, Kenshin's just a really interesting guy. He's a guy with a shady past, but then you really find out what happens, and it's amazing. Um, One of the reasons why the manga is so much better than the anime is that the last two seasons of the anime are made up, and the the last arc in the manga is one of the best arcs of all time. It goes into Kenshin's past. You find out about, like, I don't know if I should spoil anything. The the anime is mean, 20 years old over. You find out why he, how and why he killed his wife. You find out all this stuff. It's a revenge story. It's a story of vengeance and blood. And I mean, those are classic. Blood. Yeah, those are classic samurai stories. Those are every culture has a, a good revenge story. And I mean, the um, Kenshin's dead wife's brother is the guy out for revenge, but it's just, I guess his side of the story is revenge and Kenshin's side is redemption. The whole Rurouni Kenshin anime manga is a redemption story, and you're rooting for Kenshin, and you want him to succeed because he's such an interesting character, and all the characters around him are so great, and the battles are awesome. There are pretty good-looking girls if you're into that sort of thing. I just... It's really funny at times. It's vulgar. I feel like there's something everyone can like in it, and I just love it so much. I know I didn't really say anything, like, super formative, but it's... I reread it recently. I reread it my senior year of college. It's the first manga I've actually owned. I have all 28 volumes. And I just fell in love with it all over again. It's a really hard story not to love.
0: sounds good yeah I mean you don't have to I think that was a good answer okay <laughs> you covered it pretty well I don't know you seemed worried that your answer wasn't very good I thought it, it was fine
1: it's not very objective why is it good because I think it's good and here's why I think it's good but that's a subjective answer
0: I feel but I, don't, I mean I guess like in terms of just like what about it actually makes it I don't know I think like objectivity versus subjectivity I mean I don't know. I guess I don't want to go too far into that. That okay. would be a more um, brain-heavy debate. I would want to. Uh, I'd want to prep for a little more before I really went into that. <laughs> you conversation need to like read that. all
1: of it. You've never even read it.
0: I know. I've read a lot of it, but I, I should. We have all them. Um, I'll work on reading it.
1: Okay, thank you. It's, all, it's in my room. Just go get it.
0: I, I know where it is. Okay. Your it's turn. It's been sitting there for 20 years. Yes. <laughs> I know where it is.
1: Tell me why you collect pirate flags.
0: Yeah, so One Piece is the greatest story ever written, if you didn't know that. <laughs> it is. I swear. So why One Piece is special personally to me, it was – so my first con I went to, I dressed up as Luffy. But before going, I was like, yo, I look like this character. I should go as him. But I was like, yo, I only watched on Toonami. I need to know everything about this anime before I go. So if people want to talk to me about it, I can't be like, oh, I haven't watched or read all of it. So it was like the first anime or I guess manga since I read it every week. It was the first manga I binge read. And there are many more to come after that. But I just like caught up in like three weeks. It was like a couple hundred chapters, I guess. Maybe less. Maybe it was like a hundred or two. But for, like, 11, being 11, it seemed like productive work. Like, I was, like, actually doing something, like, productive. Which, obviously, reading manga is not productive work. But when you're 11, you feel like you're actually doing something important. So, that was, like, kind of cool. And then, like, I watched, binge-watched tons of anime since then. But that was, like, the first one I was like, wow, this is really long. This is going to take me a while to get through. But I got just read it all. And I've been reading weekly since I was, like, 11 or 12 now. So it's been, like, 10, 11 years. I've been reading it every week. So it was, like, basically my first, like, weekly manga that I read. So that's why it's, like, kind of special to me. But what actually makes this manga amazing and why everyone should read One Piece, Mary dropped it for some reason. She didn't like one of the arcs. You know, every arc is very good except one. I just got bored. One arc isn't amazing. One arc isn't that good, but what? everything, every other arc is great. Was
1: it the arc I dropped it?
0: Yeah, it was Fisherman Island.
1: Aw, oh, damn!
0: <laughs> it's been so good since then. It's been absolutely amazing. But what makes this anime so good, or manga, sorry. I keep saying anime, but I read it, so I'm going to try to call it manga. What makes this manga so good is everyone's biggest critique of it is that the story is way too long. And that is just wrong. The story is long... The world in One Piece is so expansive. It's so big. There's so many characters. And despite this story that's been going on for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, I don't even know how long it's been going on for, probably 20 something, it's been going on for so long and everything still ties together so well. He'll mention a character, Ichiro Oda, he'll mention a character, episode or chapter like 100, and they'll come back in chapter 600 and you're like, whoa like I can't believe that character is back or that he referenced something from he wrote 15 years ago like there's no there haven't been been like plot holes or anything it's so well done and i don't know there's a character in the first arc that came back right before the time skip and became like a big character and then fishman island he like showed up again and i mean ju- that's just one example but for the story being so extensive and for it all tying together so, so well. Every, it's just so well thought out. It's, like, truly, truly impressive. As opposed to, I don't know, things like Naruto, like, drop some stuff. Like, Naruto ends yeah. and you're like, wait, what happened to Orochimaru? They just don't mention him. Like, he, they, that, he's just there. He's just somewhere. He's alive, but I don't know. What happened to that dude from the Rock Village who got caught in that jar? Oh, yeah, we, I liked him. Yeah, he was so cool, and they just don't go back to it. We don't even know what happens to him. I think like, he got There was out. just, I don't know. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> There's so many things like that, and a lot of these other longer ones. Like, things just don't tie together. But One Piece, Oda just puts everything together. It all makes sense. It's clear, and it's truly the best story ever written. There's no story that's been this long that's been this good. And I don't think any manga will ever be written as well as One Piece. And the drawings are great to add. <laughs> so that's my One Piece rant. So if anyone loves One Piece, they can talk to me about it. Because One Piece is my personal favorite thing ever.
1: I have two things to say. One, One Piece turns 20 on July 19th. In Good to air, know. It started in Shonen Jump. July 19th, 1997. nice And that's a day we record, so we should have a big, like, One Piece party episode.
0: Mmm. Sorry, I was drinking water. Yes.
1: That's okay. That'd be fun. Yes.
0: Yeah, we can do that.
1: Two, I remember in high school, you had to write about one of your role models, and you wanted me to proofread your essay, and you wrote about Luffy. And it was one of the best things I've ever read that you wrote. I wish I saved it. It was so good. In high school? Yeah, in high school. It was like junior year of high school. And you wrote, you even said, this guy's a fictional character. And I don't care because he is the greatest person I've ever met or would want to meet. And you just wrote about how, like, Luffy changed your life. And I was like, oh, my God. I wish I saved it. It was so
0: good. I actually, I got, um... Actually, if anyone's interested in learning more about me, I did uh, an interview with this website called FlowTrack. Back when I was a very accomplished track and field athlete, I got interviewed by this website. It was a whole like Q&A thing. And they asked me who is um, the biggest influence in my life. And I actually said Luffy because <laughs> I-, I swear. So big thing. Everyone, it was um, – I forget what the segment was called. It- if you search my name and you go on FlowTrack, you'll find it. And everyone, like, all these, like, the top runners in the country were, like, getting asked to do one. So eventually rolled around to me. And everyone was, like, my parents are the biggest person and all this stuff. And I was, like, these answers are so basic. It was, like, what do you do on Sunday? Someone was, like, I go to church. I was, like, that's not interesting at all. So when it came to this question, (laughs) I literally started off. I said, see, I have a lot of people that are special to me, but I want to be a little different here. And kind of use this opportunity to talk about something I'm real passionate about. And I went into why Luffy is the biggest role model and how he influenced, uh, like, basically how he influenced my running career, because that was what it was about. So.
1: I found it on Flowtrack. Monkey D. Luffy is from the best manga ever, One Piece. <laughs> I know this is a really lame and nerdy answer, but reading the chapters every week with my sister when I was younger really taught me how to fight for things I believe in and always follow my dreams. A lot of people view me as a weird, nerdy kid, but anime is something I could never give up. I know for certain I would not be at Penn or running this well without it. It has shaped me into the person I am today. Thomas Awad, 2014.
0: That's what I wrote about. I got interviewed by like the biggest running website out there I talk about anime so you know where my heart lies guys
1: this is also
0: the interview where you
1: said what's something most people don't know about you and you said people don't know that I have a twin sister and I felt like shit for a really long time
0: why I mean people who personally know me know that but in like the running world people didn't know that about me, because, like, there are a lot of, like, twins in the running world that both the twins ran, and they were both good. Like, there's plenty of examples, but, I mean, people didn't know that I had a twin. I don't know. You, I had to come up with something.
1: Yeah, it's okay. You I know? remember that was, yeah. Anyway, back to anime. Um, Thomas aspires to be Luffy, and he's gonna be king of the pirates, so it's a good thing to aspire for.
0: <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love One Piece. If you didn't take that away already so (laughs) if there's any one piece fans that want to chat i can always talk about the weekly one piece chapters they come out on thursday so it doesn't work all that well but if people are like hey mention the one piece chapter i'd be more than happy to do the you should do that talk
1: about anime you don't watch you should bring it up i mean the new season's starting soon but if it's uneven you should definitely be like and one piece is great and here's why
0: yeah okay I can do that, too. We'll cool. see. I don't want to give spoilers if people are watching the anime, though. That's the only thing.
1: Right. Well, I talk about Kato without spoiling it, so...
0: That's true. We can... We'll, we will discuss that. Yeah. Not for... Not for now.
1: Not, not that's while we're li- live.
0: Yeah, so that's a little bit more about me. I don't talk about One Piece a ton on this show, so I figured it'd be a little different. I was like, oh, by the way, One Piece is absolutely amazing. but <laughs> people, can, people can hate. It's all good. All right. Uh... Going on to our random anime opening of the week, Mary? Or random anime not opening review, sorry? Oh, yeah, Random yeah, yeah. anime yeah. review?
1: Random anime opening would be crazy. It would be oh, like a minute really and bad. a half of silence. So, because we would have to watch it again <laughs> and then yeah. think
0: about it. We're like, hold on, I have to watch this now. Play a little commercial if we had commercials, but we don't. Yeah. Um, this okay. podcast um, is
1: sponsored by anime because we think it's pretty nifty. Anime, the thing that makes us smile.
0: I definitely smile when I watch this stuff, so it makes <laughs> sense.
1: Um, give me a number.
0: What is Uchu Patrol Luluco?
1: Oh, that's um, Space Patrol Luluco. I talked what about is it? that. Oh, I talked about it like two weeks ago. It's a 13-episode anime. The episodes are seven minutes long. Um, it's a trigger anime that spoofs all trigger And Gainax anime, but it's actually really good and it's hilarious.
0: Oh, right. You mentioned that. Yeah. I forgot. I just saw it on your page. I was pulling up your anime list page. But uh, we're going. uh, It's 36. God, that's right in the middle. Uh, Is it easier to count from the top or the bottom? I'm going
1: to go from the bottom. One, two, three, four, five, six.
0: You can do it. You talk. Yeah. I will talk. Um, I don't know what to talk about. Just kind of count very quickly. 20. All the quick, Mary. She's only at twenty. Oh, my friend texted me Three. that they announced the new One Punch Man season, but I don't believe him. Oh, oh. I think ha- he's lying. How's Moving but, Castle? Oh, that's a good one. What? What do we give it? I really like that movie. It's my favorite Miyazaki movie I've seen.
1: Honestly, Thomas, I think it's mine too. Uh, we both gave it nines.
0: Great. Okay. Um, How's Mozing Castle? It's a Miyazaki movie, if you did not know already. So it's the guy who made Spirited Away, which won an Academy Award back in, like, 2004. This is, I guess, I don't know, would it be his second most popular movie?
1: Yes, it was... um... Let's see. Spirited Away was nominated for the Oscar and won it in 2001 or 2002. And How's Moving Castle was nominated and did not win, whatever, in 2004, 2005-ish.
0: Okay. Um, I think this movie is really interesting. You can watch this movie like five or six times and take more and more away from it. There's so much subtle detail in it. Um it's also go- still goes along with Miyazaki's kind of children's movie, but it's definitely creepier than your average children's movie vibe, um, which is, like, a real interesting thing to put into children's shows when, like, you watch Spirited Away and you're like, this is so scary, but then, like, five years later, you're like, oh, my God, that movie was so good. Mm-hmm. I feel like this kind of has that same vibe. And – but, I don't know – I. I just really like all the small stuff in the movie. Like the more you watch it, you can pick out stuff like, oh, wow, the newspaper says this. And it kind of like you understand the war that's going on more and more. And you kind of get a feel for um, Howell and like his problem. Like the more you see the movie, Mm -hmm. like you kind of get it the first time you watch it. But then as you go through it like, the second time, you're like, oh, wow, so he's, like, fighting for both sides, and the power, and the wicked witch lady is the worst. <laughs> and you always keep that same feeling, but, I don't know, I thought it was super well done movie. They, uh, Miyazaki really killed it with this one. <laughs> I don't know, you You go into it. I have to collect more thoughts. I bought you time.
1: Go for it, yeah. I think this movie's amazing. I, um, I it's almost my favorite Miyazaki movie. There's just something about all the symbolism and amazingness of Spirited Away that. Created
0: of Fireflies.
1: No, that <laughs> I can't get enough of. Although if I had to say which movie I enjoyed more, I would say House Moving Castle. Um, I love House Moving Castle. You feel like you're in a European country. Like it's it's crazy to me that this movie came from Japan. It does such great world building and, like, the colors and the towns and the people, the design of it is great. It really, like, gets you in the zone that you're in this country or in these multiple countries because of the the turning door. Um, Every character is great. I've only watched it dubbed. Billy Crystal kills it as Calcifer and um, Christian Bale is Hal and he's great. Um, the, anime, the dub
0: is amazing. The, the dub is amazing. so All the Miyazaki dubs are really good. Anne Hathaway the, did the dub of the girl from The Cat Returns. So good. Which is one of my favorite Miyazaki movies. It might be my most watched. I love that movie.
1: That's a good one. That's funny. But um, How's Moving Castle is just a really great story about war and self confidence and viewing yourself how other people view you and just like a lot of like how society interprets certain things there's just so many things you can dive into this one children's movie you know I love this mm-hmm. movie we watched it with my parents and my mom was like wow this is great my dad's not really into the story of stuff but my mom really loved it like the music is also super European it's all waltz it's it was really um it really brought everything together be- beautifully, and at the end, there's no loose ends. Everything's good to go. Like, we got Turnip Guy, we got Calcifer. Um, I feel like if I had a complaint, because let's be objective here, the flashback when you find out that Hal eats the shooting star and makes a deal with Calcifer and Calcifer stole his heart, I feel like that part was a little confusing. I didn't want it to be explained to me verbatim, but I feel like they could have illustrated what happened better because it took me a couple times to get it. And since that's such a huge plot point, I feel like they could have delved into that a little more.
0: That's fair. That's a fair complaint. Okay, cool. I I was actually just thinking, I was like, so what, why didn't I give it a 10? And honestly, like, That wasn't the first thing that came to mind. I'm having a hard time thinking about why this isn't a 10 out of 10. I just think it was like... It wasn't like super, super exciting. You know, I wasn't like watching this going, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. I was really, really enjoying it, the story. But when there's like this lack... Like, you kind of know how it's going to end, in a sense. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, she's going to go back to being young. And that like knowing of how the movie's going to end kind of take away from it. Like, not that I wanted a bad ending, but when you know how it's going to get resolved... Just, like, this is, like, one complaint that I'm trying to find with this movie. Yeah, so no. bear with me. Yeah, don't worry. Um, If, like, you know when the ending is, that there's, like, that lack of, like, well, how is this... Like, what's going to happen? Because ultimately, you're going to get this happy ending. So... There right. isn't that like desire to know like how this resolves or not the how it resolves, but if it resolves, which it does, but it was still good. I can hear you typing, Mary. What are you looking up?
1: Um, someone, no, I'm not looking up anything. I was just, someone messaged me on Facebook. I'm sorry. I, I was listening though. Boo. I have a question for you. What? If you had a pick between house moving castle and your name, what would you pick? Your name? Same.
0: Your name was visibly stunning. The but music you have was to remember amazing. That
1: house moving castle was made ten over ten years prior.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, totally taking that into account. I mean, I think just I don't know. Your name just captured a feeling so well. Where how like your name was less telling the story and more about capturing a feeling and running with it. Where this movie was way more driven by the story, which it doesn't make it worse. It's just, I thought each at what they did, um, Your Name just did better at it, slightly. Yeah, I I still gave this movie a 9 out of 10. I love Howl's Moving Castle. Oh yeah, me too. I just don't think it's like flawless.
1: (laughs) I feel like Howl's Moving Castle is more of a storybook and Your Name is more of a novel, if that makes sense.
0: No idea what you mean by that.
1: Okay, like, <laughs> so House Moving Castle is kind of like a fairy tale. It's yes. It's a fanciful story, and it's moving, and it's great, and there's a lot of subtext in it, but in the end, it's just a really nice story. Whereas, Your Name is more of like a novel. It has a lot of different things going on, and it evokes more emotion out of you than a fairy tale does.
0: Yes, Okay. Wow, my voice cracked so badly there. Yes. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Yes! Okay. <coughs> manly, manly, manly. <laughs> so, that was probably one of our best random anime reviews.
1: Yeah, I want to watch the movie again now. I love that film.
0: I want to watch more Miyazaki films because I haven't seen all of them.
1: I've seen most of them. <laughs> I've seen most of them. I had a um, sophomore year of college. I made an Excel sheet with all the Ghibli movies. And then I put an X next to the ones I watched. And over winter break, I was like, it's my job to do as many of them as I can. And I, there's only like two or three I haven't seen. I haven't seen from yesterday. I started and didn't like it. And like, your neighbors, the Yamadas. And besides that, I've seen all of
0: them. Oh, Wow that's yeah. way better except than except the
1: newer ones i haven't seen princess cayuga and when marnie were there because they came out after i had that list so there's like four i haven't seen
0: but huh that's better than me i haven't seen a lot of them i haven't seen a lot of the new ones but i also haven't seen the older ones like porco rosso and uh, grave porco, of the fireflies porco you haven't seen grave of the fireflies no i haven't
1: how are you a host <laughs> on this show
0: I want to see that movie so bad. I just oh haven't watched god. it. Oh my
1: god, it's going to put you on your ass for weeks.
0: It's so good. I've only heard that this movie is amazing, and I haven't seen it.
1: Oh my god. I'm gonna,
0: we're going to watch it, or yeah. I'm going to watch it. You're not going to watch it.
1: I can't watch it again. It's been three years since I watched it, and it's still too soon.
0: I want to watch it so badly. It sounds so sad.
1: Oh yeah. No one spoiled it for you, though, right?
0: No, I, I, I only know it's about these two kids in a... Post atomic bomb Japan.
1: Well, here's the thing that's rough. No, though.
0: don't don't even say anything. do not even say anything. No, don't. I'm not, say- say nope, anything. Don't, I'm nope, not saying anything don't. about the
1: movie. When Thank someone... you for watching
0: this week's episode of no, Anime Double Fun. I'm not
1: going to spoil it. This is ha- what happened with me with Clannad. Someone told me that it was really sad, and then I went into the movie expecting something sad, and then it wasn't that sad. Like because I knew it was coming. Like same with um, The Fault in Our Stars when I read that. So I just hope that doesn't ruin it for you
0: Nah, that usually doesn't but you didn't even watch a clan ad after story yeah i did you did we watched some of clan ad and then together.
1: I, fin- I finished it and then watched after story
0: you did yeah. oh, I i totally dropped it i thought it was not good at all
1: i mean it was sad the kid i mean i assume the, the girl
0: dies yes <laughs> she i've seen a <laughs> clip of her like falling in like the snow and the guy grabbing her that was sad but, but
1: we, we can talk about the, what actually happens at the end Because it's so stupid But
0: Don't tell me, don't actually tell me Because eventually I'll probably watch it I have my whole life ahead of me I Thank hope. you
1: for listening to this episode of Anime Double Play Sponsored by Anime Anime, the thing we try not to spoil So it keeps making us smile Or cry if you're watching Grave of the Fireflies
0: <laughs> But actually we're probably going to wrap up this episode now we are at one hour, eight minutes, so it's about yeah. time we wrap it up. There's a bad. longer I t- one.
1: I talked a lot today.
0: That's okay. You had a lot to say. That's okay. good. <laughs> but um, thank you, everyone, yeah. for watching. We've been getting solid viewer numbers, which is very exciting. Woo-hoo! Feel free to leave a comment or questions or concerns if you also desire, but... Anyway, we enjoy doing it no matter what, so thanks for coming back, and enjoy the upcoming week 12 of the anime season.
1: Yes, enjoy your finales and your mid-finales for half points, the ones that are over 12 episodes. We are very excited to talk about everything next week, and we think, we're like 80% sure we're going to have a super special episode for you next week, so get pumped, because we have a plan.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Sounds good. Thanks for the reminder, Mary. Yep. So, till next week, Tom and Mary signing off.
1: Have a good week. See you soon.